Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we continue our study of the book of Joshua, Yehoshua. We are up to Perak Dalet, that's chapter 4. And um, we have just read in the last chapter of the miracle of the stopping up and drying up of the Jordan River so the people could pass through the river and the chapter 4 begins with the end of chapter 3 when the entire nation completed their journey across the river and they were all on the other side and God said to Joshua to Yoshua as follows um, and this is um, <clears throat> the second half that God spoke to Yoshua saying as follows that is the beginning uh, according to the way the um, the traditional Jewish way of breaking up the chapters, so this is God's command to Yoshua. I want you to take uh, and appoint from the nation twelve men, each echad, each echad mishavet, one person per tribe, representing the entirety of the people of Israel. and command them and instruct them, tell them as follows. I want you to carry something with with you from within the Jordan. From the place where the priests are standing. Hachin, prepare, uh, uh, set aside shteim esrei avonim, twelve stones v'havartem osamimachem. I want you to carry them with you v'hinachtem osam, and I want you to place them. In the encampment where you are going to camp tonight in the land of Israel. This is, um, the, the language here it like begs us to, um, to, to, um, to, to, to learn lessons. The, the, the way it says, I want you to take from here, again, from within the Jordan River. It's almost as if God wants the people to take the entirety of the people, one representative of each tribe, to take something from the river. And not just from the river, but from the place where the, where the, the Aron, where the uh, ark stood. Like a representation, uh, and bring it with you into the new land. When you're in the new land, I want you to remember that you were once standing inside this river, um, <clears throat> in a situation where you should have been washed away, but because of the miracle and because of God being with you, um, uh, represented represented by the ark, because of that you um, you survived and you came into the land. So when you're in the land, bam alone, in the place where you're going to rest, in the place where you're going to camp, in that place. I want you to remember that the only reason why you're here is because of that miracle that God performed for you, and He performed it for you because of that covenant, because you have a deal here. You have to keep the Torah that is represented and contained within the ark, and you have to keep God's instructions, and God will then keep you safe. This is a, um, and this message goes to all of the people. There's a lot of jumping back and forth in time in this chapter, which we'll see as we go through it, because it's not clear exactly when this um, command came. It seems like the, the, that Yoshua is asking the people to go back to the river, or one representative, to go because it says that they had passed, now go back, or it could be that these were like the last 12, 
you know, who were, may, may have been in charge of making sure every single person, member of their tribe has passed, and now they're passing. So now Joshua is saying, as you go through the river, take it, or it could be that they went back to the river and took it out with them. Vayikra Yoshua, so Yoshua called out to the twelve men, Asher Hechin Bibnei Yisrael, that he had set aside or designated from the Jewish people, Ishachad, Ishachad Mishavet, one person per tribe. Vayomalem Yoshua, and Joshua said to them, Ivru Lefnei Aron Adonai Eloechem, I want you to pass in front or before the uh, ark of the Lord your God, El Tochai Ardain, into the Jordan. This would seem to be that they might, they probably had passed it and now they're going back into the Jordan. Viharimu Lachem, I want you to raise up Ish. Each person, Evan Achaz al Shikma, one stone on his shoulder, Limisbar Shiftei Ibn Israel, to equal the number of the tribes of the people of Israel. So that this should be a sign among you forever. When your children will ask you later in the future, What is the significance of these stones? <clears throat> this, this language here is deliberately reminds us of the language that the Torah uses at the Exodus um, that, that refers to Passover, that reminds us of the same language, uh, virtually identical language used there. When your children ask you, which is the um, foundation of the Passover Seder every year that Jews has celebrated since the Exodus, um, and we'll have more references to Passover soon in future uh, chapters, but... Um, so, but this is deliberately reminding us of that and telling us they're going to ask you, you do this stones in order as a, as a reminder so that you can have this conversation with your children and say, as in verse 7, and you will answer them, that the waters of the, uh, of the Jordan River were stopped up because of the ark of the covenant of God, of Ro by Ardain, when the ark passed through the Jordan, Nechusume Ardain, the, um, the uh, waters of the Jordan were stopped. And these stones should be a reminder for the Jewish people forever. And the people of Israel did as Joshua had commanded. And they carried the twelve stones from the Jordan. Just like God had spoken to Yeshua, according to the numbers of the tribes of Israel. And they brought them to the encampment and they left them there. And then, and this is not referenced by God, this is interesting, but Yeshua, it sounds like he did this on his own, although the commentaries say, well, he must have been told this by God. Um, but the verse deliberately play, makes this as if this was an initiative of Joshua on his own. He placed stones within the river itself, underneath the place where the priests were standing, those that are carrying the Aron, the, the Ark of the Covenant, and those 12 stones within the river are still standing there. <laughs> the, the purpose of these are much less clear and are not mentioned by the verses. And it really sounds like, at least from the psukim, from the verses, that this was Joshua doing this on his own. It's almost like a reminder that Joshua is saying, as soon as these, as the Aron, as the covenant leaves, this is, I'm saying this on my own, but um, I've seen people say, other commentaries say similar things, when the, when the Aron, when the Ark leaves, 
water is going to flow right back over this place. This is in the river. It's like these stones are a reminder of what will happen to the people if they forget the lesson of the ark. The ark represents that covenant between God and his people. And what happens if we forget, if we let the ark leave, the water will come right back and will be destroyed. Two sets of stones represent the ones that were carried with them, that were taken from the place of the ark and set in the land, that represents people keeping the covenant. The others represent what happens if we forget the covenant. The Akoanim and the priests, Nosei Aaron, that are carrying the, the ark, Omdim Zochayardin, were standing within the Jordan, Atom Kol until all of this activity was completed. That God had commanded Joshua to tell the nation. So they waited until all the stone placements were done. Just like Moshe had commanded Joshua, so the nation uh, sped up and passed through. It sounds like almost because the Kohanim, the priests were standing there getting tired holding it, so they moved along so that they could, um, uh, you know, uh, finish the process. And it was Kasher Tam Kalam Lavar when everyone finished going past. And then the Ark of God and the priests then passed in front of the nation, presumably to lead them to the place of the encampment on the other side of the river. Then Vayavru Vnei God. However, it, during this procession, Vnei God Vnei Those tribes, the ones that were leading uh, the the um, the invasion, so to speak, of of the land, uh, the conquering of the land, uh, were the ones from Reuben, God, and half of Menashe. Those are the ones that really already had their inheritance on the other side of the river. They marched in front, Chamushim, armed, Lifnei Bnei Yisrael, in front of the Jewish people, Kedei Kasher Diber Aleim Moshe, just like Moses had spoken to them. Ki'arboim Elef Chalutzei Atzavah, they were about 40,000 strong, armed, ready troops, Avru Lifnei Adonai Lamilchama, they passed in front of God, uh, obviously meaning in front of what the representation of God, which is the Ark, El Arvos Yericho, that went towards the plains of Yericho, of Jericho which is where their first encounter was going to be. Bayomahu, on that day, when the people saw the leadership that Yoshua, that Joshua displayed, Gidal Adonai Yoshua Yisrael, God made Joshua great in the eyes of all of Israel, Vayiru Oso, and they revered him, they were in awe of him, Kasher Yaru at Moshe Kalim just like they revered Moses, Moshe, all the days of Moshe's life. Vayomer Ad, all the days of Joshua's life. God said to Yoshua as follows. Now this <coughs> clearly happened. We're kind of we jumped ahead of ourselves, saying that the that the ark went ahead of the people and led them to their encampment. And how did the how did the? But we also said that the the priests that were holding the ark stood there until everything was done. How did they know that all of the activities were done and that there would be no more commandments and so on? They knew because of what we're about to read, because God said to Joshua as follows, command the Kohanim, those that are carrying the Aron HaEidos, the Ark, which is the testimony, the Ark of... So this is interesting, because over here, it uses a different term. Until now, it's saying Aron HaBrit, the Ark of the Covenant. Here it's saying the Aron HaEidos, which is the Ark that is a testimony. And, and it's usually a testimony to the agreement. 
In other words, representing a testimony that the agreement has occurred between God and His people, that the covenant has been made. And they came up from the Jordan. So in other words, they waited until they were told by Joshua, who was told by God, tell the Kohanim to come out, we're done. By So Joshua told the priests, come out of the Jordan. As soon as the priests those carrying the Ark of the Covenant, as soon as they got up from the Jordan River, as soon as their feet were on dry land, in other words, outside of the banks within which the Jordan River would usually be flowing, immediately the Jordan River returned to its usual flow, and they flowed just like the days before on all its banks. Uh, and all its, uh, yeah, and, or on the, the riverbed. And the nation had completely left the Jordan River. When did this occur? This occurred on the 10th day of the first month of Nisan. Again, approximately a few days before Passover. And they camped in the area of Gilgal, which is just on the eastern side of Jer- the city of Jericho. And these twelve stones that were taken from the Jordan River, Joshua set up in this place of Gilgal. And he said to the Jewish people, this is the account of Joshua relaying God's commandment to the people. That one day in the future your children will ask their fathers, what are these stones? Because you will be living in this land. They will see these stones and they will ask you what they are. And you will tell your children as follows. That this Jordan River, the people of Israel pass through on dry land. Why? Because the Lord your God dried up the waters of the Jordan River from in front of you until you all completely passed through. Just like God did to the Yamsuf, to the Sea of Reeds. That God also dried it up when we were leaving Egypt until we passed through that sea. And what's the reason for this? Why did God perform this miracle? And this is, um, this is a crucial uh, linchpin of the idea that is being... Uh, uh, formed at this time. Yoshua is laying out the, the um, bottom line that all of the prophets and those that have been studying with us until now will remember this message that every single prophet without exception and we'll see that as we continue our studies emphasizes the point that this special relationship that God is making with the Jewish people now is the purpose of it is in order to broadcast that message to the entire world. The point of having a chosen people is to relay this message to all of the nations of the world. And that is the, pur- the purpose of you being rescued is not so that you should get into a great ha- place and enjoy it. But the purpose is, and I'll read it in Joshua's words, verse 24, in order that they should know, call all of the nations of the world, at Yad Adonai, they should all know about the hand of God, that God's hand is strong. And it shouldn't be, not so that you should have pleasure, but so that you should have reverence, honor, awe, so that for all days in the future, 
you should have that fear of God. This is why you are being brought into the land, and this is why we are bringing these 12 stones and setting them up over here. Thank you so much for studying chapter 4 together. Looking forward to studying Yoshua, Joshua chapter 5, and of course this, the entirety of this wonderful book.